Aloha, this is Gloria Borland and Kananoi. A new Navy destroyer is named after Ken's father, Senator Daniel K. Inouye, and the ship is the USS Daniel Inouye, and this ship will be based here in Pearl Harbor. How do you feel about this special honor? Well, I'll be very honored. Uh, I'll be very honest with you and say that, that we are honored, and we are very. But most of all, we're very humbled by this. Um, I mean, it's uh, it's something that, uh, in our minds, it says you know while while we definitely look at it as a as an honor to to my father, we also look at it as making quite a statement about uh, about uh, the country itself. Because I mean, we're talking about a ship that is being named after a man who was a child of immigrants, after a man who was um, not was from a family who was not particularly well off financially. I mean, we're talking, you know, he he owned one pair of shoes from the time he was in middle school to uh, the time he graduated high school. They bought him several several sizes too big so that. They, you know, he wouldn't outgrow them. We're talking about a, a guy whose family came to America as immigrant field workers to work in the sugarcane fields. Perhaps most telling of all, we're talking about a man who, along with every other person who volunteered to, to join the 442nd Regimental Combat Team, was deemed to be a classified 4C which which means that they are they were considered enemy aliens and unfit to serve in the military as a result and here we are we have a ship that is named after a man who has this history um i think it says a lot about not just it's a, i think it says more about the country and the way that it is able to evolve and the way that it is able to reconcile its past with what they hope to be its future. It says even more about that than it does about the man it's named after. That's amazing. I know everybody in Hawaii is excited because it's um, named after the first um, local boy, <laughs> born and raised Hawaii, Hawaii person to have a ship, a naval ship name. What an honor. Um, and at the ship's christening at the shipyard in Maine, there is something called a traditional mass stepping ceremony where they seal a metal box and it's welded onto the mask. And there's some items that you donated from the family. And I just wanted to know if you could tell us what items you donated to go in, well, this, in this box. We, you know, we, the, the, the immediate family, we donated um, uh, two items in particular. One was, um, a family Bible, which was once owned by my grandmother, my father's mother. Um, you know, this was her personal Bible um, from the time that she was um, a young person up until up until her death. And uh, you, you know, it was a working copy. You know, you looked if you took the time to open it up, you saw no, you know notations scribbled in the margins of it. You saw, um, you know, pages that were dog-eared to mark import, important parts of the, of the good book that she would refer back to. Um, it's also all in Japanese. Her notations are largely in Japanese. Some of the notations are scribbled in the margins in English, but most are in Japanese. 
Um, and uh, the other thing that we donated was um, a brooch, uh, um, a brooch that w was also once owned by my grandmother, my father's mother. Now, um, this Bible is, what, over 100 years old? It's yeah, I mean, it's, you know, keep in mind, this was, this was in regular use by her, you know, well before my father was born, and he was born in 1924. So, um, yes, it was, it, it was, it, you know, definitely over 100 years old. Now, your grandmother was raised Methodist? That is correct. She, okay. And um, so she was raised and kind of adopted by a Methodist minister. So it was a very religious upbringing, Christian upbringing. That, that, is, that is correct. That is correct. Now, I also noticed um, that there was a special bond or a special relationship between your father and his mother, right? There was... Oh, yes. I mean, she was, you know, she she was in many ways the rock of the family. You know, she was she was the the foundation. She was the fulcrum of, of that family in many ways. And um, her her um, impact on that family is indelible. You you see it in him. You see it in virtually every everyone else in the family, including the grandchildren. Now, um, is there a special reason why you decided to give your grandmother's Bible to the ship and the crew? Well, yeah. I mean, you know, it's <clears throat> when when the opportunity arose to donate something to the ship, um, to me, the, the Bible actually came, came to mind almost immediately. Um, you know, it had, it had been, um, shortly after, shortly after we moved here and, you know, permanently relo relocated here, um, I had received it, uh, you know, personally. And I, <clears throat> it was, several things became very obvious to me when I first received it. Number one, um, it was very, it was very odd to see grandma's Bible again. That's number one. Number two, um, you know, it was, this was definitely a working copy. This was what she used to help her navigate through troubled times, through changing, changing social situations, changing social norms, uh, you know, all the difficulties that life brought her. And she had, she, she had some difficulties in her life. Um, you know, this, this was in many ways her, her guidebook, her navigation. And, um, you know, when it came time to, to donate something to the ship, it was, it, this was an obvious choice for several reasons. Number one, um, because of its age, it's not, so, it's not like it's something that I, that I or my family could refer back to on a regular basis. It's, it's a very frail um, uh, publication there. It's very frail. It's very old. Um, and the other thing it was, was, uh, it just struck us that this was, like I said, this was something that helped her and my family navigate through some very challenging times. And, uh, it was my hope, our hope that, uh, it would help navigate, uh, the ship and its crew through whatever challenges it would face going forward. Wow. That's, that's inspirational. Thank you. And, um, what other items went into the um, 
box. Well, I'm I'm not gonna I, I I'm de- I'm very deliberately not going to list try to list all of them because the, there were so many um, items that were that were uh, contributed from so many different quarters. I I know that if I try to say that I'm gonna list all of them, I won't. I know that I'll miss something. But I will say this. Um, you know, we contributed the, the Bible and, and uh, a brooch that used to belong to my grandmother. Um, but also, um, one of the things that was that was contributed as well was uh, his good conduct medal. Uh, someone else contributed a, his, um, uh, his good conduct medal, and uh, that was very special to me because I remember him always pointing to pointing his to his good conduct medal, saying. This was the only medal that I ever truly earned because I had to earn this medal every day, and uh, so uh, that all that that brought a smile to my face when uh, when I saw that being contributed. Well, thank you. Is there anything you want to say to the members of the crew? Um, well, uh, welcome to Hawaii. I hope I hope you. Uh, Enjoy your time here, and uh, also, obviously, please stay safe. Uh, we uh, we look to you to uh, to stay safe as you uh, navigate troubled waters and troubled times. Mahalo. Thank you, Kenny. Thank you, everybody. Um, thank you for joining us. Our next episodes will include Senator Noy's military service and his important work on the Senate Defense Appropriations Committee. Thank you, mahalo, and see you soon. Iva ho mako ikapone a ike ikanani o kaimana hila kaimana hila kaumai iluna.